Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to the Sheerlax Weekly Highlights Podcast with me, Georgie Corridge-Cole. This week, I'm joined by Rosie Charrington, Astrid Carter, Laura Black, and our special guest, Chloe Samwell-Smith, better known as Chloe Loves to Shop. I had to think quite hard about the surname. <laughs> anyway, you're Samwell-Smith, so you're a double S, like me, a double C, and was that your husband's name, Samwell-Smith? It Smith? was, yes. I was a power before. Oh, were you? Yeah, so I thought, yeah, yeah it, was, it was a difficult decision, but I, I took his name in the end. But Chloe so, Power was a good name. Yeah, good that was name. a good name. So it was a decision. It was. was a it? Decision. Did you think about it? We did, and we thought Nick Power might be quite a good strong name for him. But he's the only Samuel Smith, so uh, we hoped we'd have a boy, and it would eventually pass on. So and you have had a boy. We have had a boy because we wrote an article about whether you should, in this modern age that we live in, of you know, girl power and all, yeah. um, should you take his name? And we put <laughs> something on Instagram about. The fact that, you know, should you take his name? Yes or no. And the comments were nice. nice, really. comments were so many. We nearly had as many comments as the response we had to watching a wife give birth is like watching a favourite pub burn down. Oh, and on the were livid. Our readers were absolutely furious. Sherlock's, I'm not going to subscribe anymore. I'm outraged. Anyway, one woman but wrote... it's a quote. It's not like, I don't know, like, that's why we're doing it. It's an ethos or whatever. It's just a quote. It's just a quote. And one woman wrote, and I was like, bravo, whoever you are. She said, well, I've actually got a sense of humour, unlike other people. Yeah. And this made me laugh shit up. So I was like, good for you. Good for you. Um, but anyway, the one about should you take his name was getting quite a bit of input last night. Um, and actually... Say, yeah, I was going to say which both. 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 Actually, both. I think, yeah, quite mixed. And actually, a lot of women saying yes, they would. I think probably yes, they would came out on top. Aww. Yeah. I'm quite traditional, so in everything. So I think it just felt normal. Yeah. yeah. And I guess quite exciting to get used to a new name and you know, you've you've you have changed a bit and that you've got married and I know that shouldn't change you, but it, you know, it does a bit. You're in a different phase of your life and it's quite nice to have something new to get used to. Yeah, I think so. I think it really appeals to lots of people. I am not a raging feminist, I just married a Jones, that's all. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about the three things you need to be happy in London apparently um, because if you thought the only way to live well in this expensive city was by earning big bucks apparently it might be time to reconsider uh, the newly released Living Well Index has revealed three things that are far more important than earning a big salary and they are a good night's sleep according to studies sleep quality is the most important factor in how good we feel uh, sex life satisfaction and job security what would you say? sleep for me number one are you a good sleeper? really good sleeper are you? what's your secret? Uh, well I, I have a thing on my phone that tells me when to go to sleep if right you, if, what you want, if you want ten and a half hours now's the time to go to sleep and ten and things, a half yeah I get loads of sleep wow I, I, I get slightly twitchy if I'm out of an evening and I can see it's getting to eleven o'clock and I think I should be in bed an yeah. hour ago um, I love it I, I, you know I think it is well it heals us doesn't it so yeah. if there's anything wrong you need to just sleep it off do you actually sleep for the whole solid ten and a half yeah. hours or do you just go and like spend a bit of time chilling out you actually sleep for it so I get uh, 
quite embarrassing now. I get into bed about half past Yeah, what's eight. your routine? Eight? Half eight. past eight. Yeah. God, I thought you I was the husband. Well, he's <laughs> the same, though. He's the same. He's watching Netflix, usually, uh, on his iPad. And TVs are completely redundant in our house yeah. now. No one watches them. And so he's up there anyway. We're not doing much talking. That that It's probably... You're not having much of a catch-up. Not, not really. We save our catch-up We save it to the weekend, too. It's just, you know, week's too busy. Yeah. So then I start kind of winding down. I post on Instagram. I have about an hour of engagement after that. And then it's kind of lights out by 10, 15 later. Oh, OK. And you say an hour of engagement. I'm jumping ahead. But are you quite strict? Yeah, I have Do you to have be. your windows where you can be on Instagram? I have to be. During the day, it's all day because it's constant and I because I story quite a bit, it's, it does eat into every bit of the day, which is fine. But at night and in the morning, I have to be very strict. Post, a little bit of engagement and then switch off. Otherwise, I'm on it. And, and I've stopped scrolling as much as I have done in the past because it just And when you say scrolling, do you mean reading people's comments? Yeah. No, reading the feed, you know, my Looking feed. At your feed. I follow lots of people and I love that because I get inspiration from that. And it's but you've got no evenings before you know it. Exactly. It just eats up hours of yeah. the day otherwise. Yeah. So you have your hour and then do you read? I try to read. I've, I set myself a goal of a chapter a night, which isn't much, but it's a challenge Laura, for me. Laura, does that feel? Yeah. <laughs> Laura says you can do two pages. I literally do two pages and that's what happens to me. It really knocks me out. Uh, so, yes, and perhaps, you know, episode of something if I'm really gripped by a series. I'm saving Ray Donovan, so um, I'm about to start that, and I know what's to start Sorry, Ray Donovan? That. Love it. No. Oh, I've not watched it, but I think it's meant to be the Atlantic. king of the king of box, you know, series. Oh, really? Yeah. English narcos that weekend, so I'm all ears. Oh, yeah. Yeah. it's gold. Oh, it's really? TV gold. Yeah. Apparently, okay. Netflix. I think Amazon Prime. If you're okay. I'm honest. Um, how about you all? What do you think? Three things to be happy in London. I Sleep, sex, job. The most shocking thing was the statistic that for a typical person, if you increased your sleep to someone that was really satisfied with their sleep, it's kind of the happiness equivalent of earning over four times as much disposable income, which is mad if you think about it. Yeah. I mean, I could buy so many bags. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not sure that's true. For me, anyway. <laughs> I think I'd take the four times as happy. <laughs> um, and we won't talk about sex life satisfaction because that's a bit personal for the podcast but job security I think you think definitely especially in the kind of industry that we work in and a lot of industries that my friends work in maybe it's the age I am we're all kind of climbing the career ladder compared to friends I have that don't live in London job is much more important for people who do live in London I think so yeah I think I'd agree like a lot of people come to London for a particular job or particular industry yeah Yeah, hungry exactly yeah so I would also say that a decent commute I'm lucky enough that I live Astrid gosh this is one of the things not making you happy London. Astrid, my, my track to one side, one to another. Rosie's is worse. Mine's, I've got like a little extra step. She's got an extra step. On top step. of Astrid. Yeah. Well, which is? The overground. Um, I get the overground from Hackney, Highbury, the tube from Highbury to Vauxhall, and the train from Vauxhall to here. So it's fine going yeah, back, but in the morning lucky. it's just so busy. The morning, yeah, it's earlier. But... But you just get used to it. Like I can't even cars. remember my commute this morning. Really? Because it's just, just zone out, is, zone out autopilot. Yeah. I do think things like Audible and podcasts though mm. makes a huge it difference. Really makes. Or oh, actually, just re- having said that, reading. Mm. I used to get the bus to work, and I used to just love it. It's actually one of the things I. Yes. One of the the few reasons why I'd quite like a commute. Yeah. I find it quite hard would be great. to read on a commute because I guess if you're on one train, one bus, it's fine. You can kind of just sit and zone out. But when you're kind of changing, that's why yes. Audible and things like that are so useful because yeah. you know you don't always get a seat and it's hard to yeah, read someone's like, arm on your face so 
yeah, I love podcasts. It's when I tried to do it without it, I was like, you're kind of just counting down the minutes till you get there. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes you're like, oh, I wish it was like 10 minutes longer so I could finish this kind of episode yeah. and stuff. So it, I, I would definitely recommend that for anyone with a Thank God for podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about over-apologising. Perry, how many times do you reckon you say sorry every day? Oh, uh, countless. Um, I'm, I'm really bad at this. You're that person who I says sorry before they ask the question. It's awful. I know, it is and I awful. really need to work on it. I say sorry for everything. <laughs> I know, you do. But apparently, all these sorries are actually public rejections. Of yourself? Of oneself. Of yourself. Yeah. yeah. And it's actually really weak. I hear myself do it to people. I hear myself do it to my team the whole time. I apologise. And I'm thinking, I can. I hear myself doing it and I know I shouldn't be apologising. Do you, are you the same? Uh, yeah, I start every sentence with, I'm so sorry to bother you. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's really not necessary. I'm so sorry to bother you. You are being paid to do this. Yeah. You are being paid for me to bother you, but yeah. I'm still going to apologise anyway. You could be, you know, on Instagram or something yeah. else. I know, I think it's terrible. It's a real female thing, though, mm-hmm. isn't it? I think it's a really British thing. Yeah. It is a British yes. thing. But what do you say instead? Because if someone bumps into me and they don't apologise, I'm like, oh. Person. Like, well, obviously, something. You yeah, bump into you've done hard, something. But just like a little, someone a little accidental bumps brush. into me, I'll say something. sorry. Sorry, oh, yeah, <laughs> I do that. Why did I say sorry? Like, that's so true. Well, apparently, and I liked this, instead of saying sorry, try and say thank you for being patient or for being kind or for being. But if you said that, you'd sound. Like a Wally. Yeah, like a Wally. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, anyway, I think it's about having confidence in yourself. Yes. Apparently. So apparently you should say sorry for when you've done something that you know is wrong, not like an accidental thing. If it's like an accidental thing that hasn't actually hurt someone's feelings, then you should use these things instead, okay. I think, apparently. What are the other things you think you say all the time that you shouldn't say? I always say, well, it's actually a lot, a lot of time I write in emails, the, the word just. Like, I, I just, oh, just, yes. just want to um, check in with you. Like, you don't need yes. the word just, like, be to the point. Yeah. Like, it just yeah. makes Things sound really weak. Someone I've really tried to stop writing just. I interviewed someone last week and she said kind of every other sentence. Not even every other sentence, every sentence. And it got to the point when I thought, I need to stop you right now and tell you to stop saying kind of. I didn't, I bottled it. But I was sitting there and I was thinking, this is just too much. I can't concentrate on what you're saying because it's coming out. Anyway, we were saying the other day, I didn't write your children, but my daughter keeps saying like. Like. And I'm thinking, this has just got like, to stop. This is only going one way. I think the only way to stop it is to point it out every single time they say it. My mum did that, that to me. That's very annoying. <laughs> and eventually you do just stop. Because I story every, every day. I, I'm very aware. Because you, you play it back before you post it. So I'm very aware of all these little, you know, awful, annoying things that I do. Uh, one of them is just... Um, another is... There's another one. I can't remember what it is now. Actually. 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 Literally. Genuinely. <laughs> I will struggle with the difference between generally and genuinely. genuinely. <laughs> Am I the only one? I have this real thing. As I hear it, as I hear myself saying it, I have to, I have to really Stop concentrate. Yourself. Which one am I trying to use? Yeah. Like it's... it's Terrible. Life is terrible. Let's talk about being vegan. Is anyone here a vegan? Vegetarian. Part-time vegetarian. Hi, you yeah, are. I thought yeah. you were a vegetarian. Well, I just go Part-time off the Part-time vegetarian. <laughs> what is that? I don't think I've ever said that out loud before. I'm not going to say it again. Um, I just feel like half faces so I really go off meat and I can't stand to eat it. And then other times I'm like, I just need a steak every day. I don't understand. <laughs> but apparently, and I... Apparently? Apparently, there apparently, we go. Yeah. <laughs> we say apparently on this a lot. Um, but I referenced the guy who founded Bowl, didn't I, on one of the podcasts, um, which plant based oh yes I actually was listening oh, to that right. as I was walking through Tesco what passed the bowl thing because it was weird and he actually it. rebranded the chicken was weird. biggest seller and they rebranded to be plant food only not because he thinks the whole world should be vegans but because with the size of the population there's just not enough meat and fish to 
it's not sustainable. Um, so he is on a mission to make it really more plants. So I think you don't have to call yourself a part-time vegetarian, but yeah, I think you can just limit the amount of... Yeah, I definitely think there are some really important reasons not to eat meat. Um, but also I think if you're looking at the effect that your diet has on the greater world, importing food from other countries means some pulses, avocados, it's having a really devastating effect on, on the people mm. who, they don't have food to eat because they're selling all their food. When the quinoa craze blew up, mm. is it Bolivia? Where like pretty much all they eat is quinoa, it's like their staple. staple. And now it's so expensive to buy oh, quinoa really? there, but obviously yeah. even Tesco is like, yeah. mm. whatever. Where does it come from quinoa? You actually know. South America, I think, isn't it? Yeah, but where, where did oh, we get the seed, isn't it? Seed? It's a seed. Yeah, it's not seed. Sweet. Sweet. And avocados. Who's selling yeah, avocados? There's like a lot on the streets for avocados. Yeah. Like a huge piece of avocados are like the new cocaine. Mm. <laughs> 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 That's going on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Just give me that. <laughs> it's never been easier to be vegan, though. That is it has. Thing. Over the past decade, the number of vegans in Britain has risen by 360%. I mean, no one was a vegan. But I think there's that uh, thing on Netflix, isn't there? There's so many. There's so, so many. What the hell? Yeah. What the hell? yeah. There's loads. Cowspiracy. Cowspiracy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't want to watch them because I just think yeah. I, I live in denial. Stuff After I wrote this piece, McDonald's tested their first McVegan burger. It's actually called the McVegan burger in Finland. What else? Um, and if that's successful, I guess they'll be rolling it out in other countries. Um, so literally, literally everyone, <laughs> <laughs> everyone is doing it. Everyone's getting on board, and it's doing really well. Yeah, I can't say I'm. Um, going to join the vegan trend and movement anytime soon. From vegans to fasting, because positioned as the weight loss solution for foodies, intermittent fasting allows you to eat normally alongside periods of a restricted calorie intake. But is a diet when you eat what you want most of the time actually good? Too good to be true? I don't know. What do you think? Have you ever fasted? Never. And I, I don't think I could. No, me neither. Yeah, I'm a little enoughing person. I actually think my blood sugar... I think I'd probably faint. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I would think it actually sucks to make the person if I did that. Piece about I, I would pass out. I'd be yeah. lying on the floor by 11am if I hadn't eaten anything. They actually say if you do suffer from fluctuating blood sugar and stuff like that, fasting is not the one. So. But I think it is brilliant. I mean, your sister yeah. and her husband swear by it, yeah. don't they? She loves so they still loads. do it? Yeah, she lost loads of weight doing it. And she's a real foodie. Yeah, big time, which is why she did it, because it was discipline and then she could still eat what she wanted. Yeah. It does say that you do need a bit of self-control. And I think this is where the sort of research has moved on a bit, because when the 5-2 started, there was this sort of belief that you could eat 10 Big Macs on the days <laughs> that you weren't doing your 500 calories. But actually they're saying that when you finish your fast, you need to pretend the fast never happened, i.e. you don't reward yourself yes. while eating some deep fried Mars bars. Um, you know, you stay relatively sensible. But I think the people that I know who've done 5-2, it just sort of changes your mindset. You're sort of so happy that you're getting through your fasting days. You just take a bit more care the next day so you, yeah. it just sort of happens naturally I, I think it's a really good thing I, I just couldn't do it personally oh my god no way yeah I couldn't do it personally but I agree I think the studies kind of far outweigh all the other fatty diets that are out there yeah especially for men there's some really good amazing statistics about heart disease and how it can really lower that so. yeah I need to get my dad on it my dad's a real he, he does a month and he's like no carbs for a month no alcohol for a month then he loses all this weight and honestly five minutes later he's put the whole lot back yeah. on again and then he goes back my brother-in-law yeah actually he'd be this would be brilliant for him i think i've never suggested it what's your regime chloe you're very trim do you food. work out do you watch what you eat I do. well i i'm no i eat i love food i do work out i box 
in the common room at school doing a Jane Fonda exercise video. Feel the burn, feel the burn. Do you remember that? She got into real trouble for feel the burn. Did she? (laughs) Yes, because it's not meant, you're not, well, back then you weren't meant to feel the burn. You weren't meant to feel anything. What a waste of time that was. (laughs) Anyway. Um, so back to your boxing. Yes, so I box, not box size. Not box size. Boxing and which is, you know, mostly fitness and then a bit of boxing on the end. Um, when it comes to eating, I'm you know, pretty healthy. I have one rule, which is that I don't eat after 7.30. That's because so you're getting ready for bed. I'm getting ready for bed. <laughs> I eat really early and then... Do you eat with your children? I eat with the children and then I have, yeah, I have a cup of herbal tea. But I think my body is better not having food after a certain time. When I go out for dinner and we eat at 9 o'clock, I'm really uncomfortable for the rest yeah. of the evening. So I think my body just works better eating early and then I get up early and have a bowl of bircher. I think I'm the same. Are you just yeah. ravenous in the morning? Yeah, but I really go tuck into that bircher and it's full of nuts and I think that's coming up. It is. It is. <laughs> and and do you try and um, cook healthy for your children? Do you try and educate them about yes. food? Yes, yes. So my husband's a bit of a foodie is and he? he loves cooking and we've always brought them up eating quite flavoured food, lots of garlic, lots of coriander. They resist it and moan all the time <laughs> but I You're don't care. yeah I just I think you've got to I think the minute you start making five different meals to yeah. please you know it, it's a nightmare so yeah. you know even Charlie has to eat things with nutmeg in them and he says mommy this tastes funny and I say yeah but it's really good for you and you've got to learn to love it and they do eventually um, yeah do. and how do you feel about them eating things like fish fingers are you I mean some people are I'm not or I cocoa pops or are you sort of I'm not very when it comes to cereal sugary cereals where I'm a little bit of a fascist I must be honest mm-hmm. um, they have to eat a proper breakfast um, whether that's toast or Weetabix is my kind of middle ground but no sugary cereals. And do you do you let them have crisps or sweets yes, or? Yes, I think you have. You know, I've got a twelve-year-old and a five-year-old and a ten-year-old. They, they, there's absolutely no way of controlling that. The twelve-year-old gets herself to school and back, and I know she stops by the corner <laughs> shop and buys sweets. As you know, there's nothing I can do yeah. about that. And I do take them crisps for an after-school snack. So yeah, I think everything. You know, have a balance. Yeah, and I think if you if you restrict them. And they when they have it, yeah. Yeah. they get a really bad kind of attitude towards it. They yeah. think like crisps are really naughty or sweets. Like that's yeah. not a good. Mm. Message I think that's about yeah, yeah. yeah. about food. Yeah. yeah. So I think by it. saying no sugary cereal in the morning, yeah, then you've still got a little bit of room for you know after yeah. school yeah. snacks. But if it was constant, yeah, um, it would be too much. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. So, Chloe, from where I'm sitting, I can tell that those ten and a half hours a night you're getting that means you're sleeping your way to better skin. Um, but we wrote a piece on ten ways to wake up the better skin because you know all the skincare in the world um, is well and good. And actually, apparently there are other things you do that can have an effect on how your skin looks. Yeah. I'm a bit sceptical about this. Silk pillowcase. People oh, always God. talk. Okay. <laughs> really? I, I have one. Really? They are heaven. I have one. Yeah. Okay, go back to a normal now. They're yeah. so like, I have scrunchy. one, but I never use it because I just can't be bothered with the like washing it separately. And oh, I, don't I just wash it. I 
and the rush it, stick it in. Silk. Yeah. I always wash yeah. silk. I always put silk in a washing machine. But a high temperature. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mine looks awful. Looks awful. I don't yeah. Know. yeah. And do you just have your one? Does your husband have a cotton one? He has silk. He has silk as well. But we don't have silk bed sheets or anything. It's just silk pillowcases. I think I must have read something and thought, oh, let's try that. And actually, we both quite like the feeling of being on silk, so it's dark. Well, apparently it's brilliant. Ginger Lily, who are the company in the yeah, UK that's, that's sort of renowned for their silk pillowcases, um, they apparently Kate Winslet is a fan. She's got pretty good skin, hasn't she? She's also not too skinny. That's yeah, a real that's, yeah. giveaway. Yeah. I think you know if your face is too thin, yeah, and that I'm feeling thin, as I get older, it's it. You know, we lo- we lose this bit here. Yeah. And the thinner you are, the, the older you look. Yeah. Yeah. There are no wrinkles on a peach. Someone said to me. No. <laughs> Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Always remember that, but lots on a prune, you know. Yeah. Isn't that the phrase though? It's your ass, your face. Oh really? Yeah, you got to pick one. Oh really? When you're getting, I'd pick an I'd rather fit in my jeans, I think. But yeah, it's a, it's a good point, isn't it? I did see Liz Hurley. I was in the gym this morning. Liz Hurley was on Sky News. So got you're gonna gonna I feel like you had too much. She was in your gym. Really excited. No, that would be excited. I'd have told you by now. Um, <laughs> but she was on the news. She was on Sky News. And I did look up and think she looked very good. But she must be getting on. She looks yeah. Yeah. And I did think she looked great. And I did look at her and think, you're not too skinny. And actually, probably in real life, she's really skinny mm-hmm. but on TV I, I just thought she'd look great and actually she's not a complete wave is she so it's no. probably doing her she's very toned isn't she like she's got her swimwear range and she's always in bikinis anyway so silk pillowcase I need to get a silk pillowcase get try it. it this one also really resonated with me um, cleansing when you get home yeah so I agree if you get home at 6 and go to bed at 11 obviously not a problem for you Chloe that's <laughs> 5 more hours of grime on your face and that's true yes. I put my makeup on sometimes at 7am before I get the children yeah. to school and then I go to bed at 10, 30, 11 and I've still got the same makeup on my face. That's yeah. a bit gross, isn't it? The other thing I found, um, so I had a, a cartilage piercing a couple of weeks ago. A what? Cartilage piercing. Oh, I see. Which has me- meant that I have to sleep on my back because my ear is quite sore. And I always sleep on my side, but I'm forced to sleep on my back. And I wake up <clears throat> with less of a sort of pillow face. I don't have road maps on my chest like I usually do. And I've really noticed in the morning I, I look much better. I think sleeping on our side yeah. is really bad for us. Well, yeah, this is a thing apparently that one should sleep on one's back. I can't sleep on my back. Well, I can only do it when I'm too, but it's really hard to keep yourself on But you're not meant to when you're pregnant. No, I sit on my side. Always. Oh, right. Yeah, and that's good. No, you're supposed to sleep on your back. Aren't you? No, you're supposed to sleep on your side because I always wake up on my back and think, oh. It cuts off. Should be on my side. Yeah. Your blood supply? Yeah, it's something to do. Oh, really? Yeah. 
when the baby's when when big enough. So we ran a piece on what 100 calories of nuts really looks like. I really wanted to know this. I think I asked Tor to write this because I'm terrible with nuts. Once I start, I, I literally can't start. It's like Pringles, isn't it? Can't stop. Mm. Um, and I thought this was quite a handy guide. Are you a nut eater? I well, am. yes, it, they're yeah, in the virtue. Yeah, and I, we really pack it full. I know they're calorific, um, but I sort of I think it's the okay. benefits are outweighed by you know, that is outweighed by the benefits of them. They're good for your skin. Um, it's good fat, and I'd rather be eating that than you know, a bowl of Cheerios. Yeah, and they keep you fuller, I think. Yeah. If you have some nuts in the morning, Definitely. then I'm, I've just, I started eating peanut butter in the morning about a year ago, and I used to, obviously two hours later, I'd be starving. starving. Uh, I exercise in the morning, so I do get hungry, and it's just, just eating peanut butter has just changed that so much, so I think it, it does fill you up, but still, I was pleased to see that there are 30 pistachios yeah, in 100 calories. I can't believe that's right. They're tiny. They're tiny, aren't they? They are small. Yeah, but pine nuts always surprise me if you look on the pack how high in fat. Maybe it's the fat, not the calories. Yeah, not yeah. the calories. Um, are you, is everyone here nut eaters? Sometimes. Yeah. I should probably eat more nuts. I think so too. I often get a bag of popcorn and think, oh, mm, that would be much better if it was some nuts. Yeah. Some pistachios with a glass of wine. Yeah, so yeah, yeah pistachios are good. Brazil nuts are very good for you. Yeah, but you can only have like two. They are quite boring. They're a little bit cardboard, but they're very good. Three. See, I like my nuts, like (laughs) roasted, salted, everything. My stepdad started having unsalted nuts. I'm like, what's the point of that? Oh, I quite like an unsalted cashew (laughs) nut. Yeah. A cashew cashew, in a salad, that's good. A bit of pomegranate and a few cashew nuts Mm -hmm. and get away with anything, I think. So let's talk about fashion. As we have you here, we have to quiz you on all things fashion. Um, let's start with the aviator coats. We ran a piece last week on 15 aviator coats on the high street because the acne version is pretty dreamy. But I think it's now about two grand, is that right? It is. I remember when the first acne aviator coat came out. I'm looking at you, Laura, because I know this was quite a few years well, ago. Well, we were just saying, how long has it been? It must have been over a decade. It's got to be about But it was about years. 800 quid. Yeah, 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 two grand. I mean, forget it. Some amazing ones on the high street. Would you wear an aviator? I don't think they suit me. Um, I love them on others. Uh, I kind of wish I was taller and able to wear them. They seem to drown me. But you wear one that looks great on you. Yeah, I kind of am with you though. I think I bought it just because I'm not really doing much shopping at the moment. I was just like, oh, I want a coat. <laughs> so I went and bought it. But I kind of know what you mean. It does drown me. But I went for a shorter. Yeah, yours is slightly more cropped. Yeah, shorter one. And I think if you wear it with skinny trousers, you should try the shorter. Ones. Yeah, They've always been quite long. long. Yeah, mm. yeah. I'll give that a go. Give it a go. <laughs> um, aviators, aviators. No, so I, I, I bought one from Zara. Well, I tried on the acne one and didn't want to take it off in the shop. <laughs> but I had to. And uh, so I found one in Zara that looks quite similar. But I bought a size extra large so that it looked a bit more acne. And some people have confused it with it. But now I have seen Ooh. about three different people that's on the tube in the street like wearing Which the same one. Yeah. Oh, I might go and have a look. Wearing the same one and it just pisses me off. Like I just feel like everyone is wearing them and now I don't want to wear them. They are but they're such a classic. It's just like that. They're just cool. It's like leather jacket. It is. Just put a white t-shirt underneath and you just let it. I'm wearing a tube it's just like three girls in the same jacket. It's an aviator jacket is we kind of talk about the death of the skinny. I still love a skinny jean. I was wearing a skinny jean yesterday. But I do think an aviator jacket looks better than a skinny jean. I completely agree. And so it's going to go narrow on the bottom. It's yeah. a top gun if you put it with like yeah. a mom jean or yeah. a Levi's 501. No, yeah. It's not good. Heels, they could be good if you're like tall. But it's all black, it's cool, I think. Mm. Yeah. Let's talk about hiking boots. Why do you stand on hiking boots? Because this is a big 
trend, trend this season. Yeah. And for anyone who can't envisage what we're talking about, they're sort of shearling lined, eyelet detailed, chunky. I mean, they're a bit sort of combat booty. A bit sort of Timberland. Yeah, they're yeah. a bit black Timberlands. Timberland. Yeah, I can't so cope with Timberland until we back. It's really <laughs> distressing <laughs> me. I mean, where is it going to end? We're going to be wearing buffalo boots before we know it. <laughs> We've got puffer jackets back. Bad. What's next? Not for our age, but like, yeah, kids love kids. buffalo. Buffaloes. Buffaloes. That's, oh, that, like, yeah. 90s. That's no, what really? I was yeah. 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 Platforms. Oh like, I, I have to say, them. I never had buffalo boots. Yeah. Lots of my year had them, and I never liked them. I always thought they were ridiculous. But, I mean, they were huge. Anyway, Timberlands... I do keep seeing people, you know, influencers wearing Timberlands. Where do you stand on those, Chloe? They don't feel very me. Yeah. What about these hiking boots? What do we call them? Is that what we call them? Luxury Hiker, the Rust and Bromley one is called. They're actually quite nice. Well, Chloe calls them lace-up velvet boots. Velvet ankle boots, waterproof boots. Anyway, that's what they are. What do you think? They're probably very, very practical. If it snows. Yeah. Yeah. In London. Yeah. Why can't you? I mean, I did actually have a pair of hiking boots, but they are for when practical we go to Scotland and we go hiking. Um, yeah, I'm not sure I'd wear them these days. No. I mean, they slightly resemble what I wore when I was in the cadet. I don't know what you mean. I actually tried, I thought I really wanted some, and I tried some on the other day, and I was like, I don't know about these. They're just, I think if you're really into fashion, I imagine Charlotte would make a pair look. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I don't know. She's got those sort of core boots. You know the ones I mean. Um, they're a bit like Dot Martini. Yeah, but, oh, but they're, they're a bit like core. Cool. I mean, they're like army boots. Yeah. They're like what we used to wear in the cadets. Yeah. Or um, combat trousers. Combat trousers. Anyway. Mustard? Are you into mustard? Yes, I, I am actually. I didn't think I was. And then I put it on and, and thought, actually, it's more flattering than I imagined it would be. I have mustard shoes. In fact, I think they're included. The Zara. Oh, yes, the Zara's. Zara pointed flats, oh, and yes. I have a mustard tote, which and both things I think because they're not, I'm not wearing them, you know, right next to my face. Yeah, they're a really nice pop of colour when I'm, you know, everything else is monochrome. It's a good colour. Are you a colour person? Yes, I am. I, I love wearing red. I wear lots of red, pink. But I think day to day I'm quite monochrome, so I tend to accessorise with colour. So talk us through your day to day wardrobe. What are you generally I'm a in? Jeans girl. Are you? Yeah. Where do you buy your jeans? All over the shop. Literally, high street designer. I, I'm a bit of a jeans addict. Oh, yeah. And if you're going to buy them on the high street, so Mango and H and M are my two. Really, Mango. Yeah, H and M. I have lots of H and M jeans. Mm. Um, and um, what are you wearing with your jeans? You're wearing a white shirt today. Yes, a nice knit um, cashmere. I'm cashmere fan you know it depends what I'm doing if it's just being a mum it's trainers and a, and, a, and a knit and if I'm going somewhere I'll dress up a bit and what about at school what's your I mean it's a bit of a it's a bit of a sort of cliche question to ask you but what's your school run get up if I've been out in the day and I'm I'm smart and I'm wearing heels I'll always take them off and put a pair of trainers on for school and I never do the school run in heels although why because you think people are going to judge you I just like to feel like I'm fitting in and you know if the majority of people are wearing trainers on the school run I don't want to feel out of place and what's it like at school doing what you do Do are you conscious of it a little bit Um, I know that there are mums at school who follow me I give a lot away on on Instagram and my stories so um, there's a lot of my personal life that is exposed so that can feel a bit strange because I think oh you know what I said last night (laughs) but you know you have to I think you just have to block that out and carry on and do they ask you about it or do they pretend that they've just most of them pretend that they haven't watched it I can see they have it's funny that it's It's a funny thing I would prefer it if they just said I watched your story and I saw you had that issue with you blah and then you can have a chat about it yeah Yeah. Um, 
It's a funny, it's a women thing. I think it's it's interesting because it's not it's not very supportive. Yeah. And and I find it a weird quality. Yeah. And I, I get that yeah. quite a lot. And I'm sure you I think lots you of get it. women pretend to be supportive of other women and they like to think that they are, but in but reality they're, they're really not. No. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's, it's a shame. Strange, yeah. it, it is it's a strange. shame. I think it's a real And I think this job in particular, that really exposes that side of women. Um, yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. There is an element of I don't I don't want to admit I've seen what you did last night in your bathroom or whatever you, cream you're putting on your face because then I feel like I'm intruding. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I completely understand. It is a little bit Big Brother at times. And, yeah. And, you know. But I think there are, it's, it's much better to acknowledge it and go, oh, yeah, I, saw, I follow you. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. I really like what you do. Or, you know, it doesn't need to be this great big, yeah. you know, fan thing. But no. um, I know it's a funny dynamic. Well, there, and there, you know, it's balanced with lots of people who do come up to me and say, oh, I follow you, and that's lovely. I'm sure you get that um, a lot. Yeah, I, I, I get, sometimes get, uh, I saw you today on Oxford Street after the event, and I say, can you just say hello next time? <laughs> what was I doing? Yeah. Was I picking my pants out my bath? You know? <laughs> I'm like, that was so cool. Just say hi. Yeah. yeah. Um, and let's just go back to fashion. What other trends this season are you following in particular? Um, I, I'm all over checks. I love the new checks that are coming in. I think the check blazers. I've actually just bought a pair of checked trousers, which I love. Getting me out of my jeans, which is very good. Yeah. A good thing. Um, a statement boot. Uh, just bought a pair of red boots. Have you? Yes. Very pointed. Um, pointed. Not. I didn't think I was going to go there. And then they won me over. <laughs> Little kitchen heel? Little kitchen heel, suede, red. River Island, 60 quid. They oh, were. really? Yeah, sock? Really, like a sock boot? Not a sock boot. Okay, no. just like Actually, a River Island has got some great things at the moment. Yeah, yeah. it's really Yeah, you've got, to, you've got to have an eye. Yeah, or use Sherlock's yeah. or influencers <laughs> like you. Um, but yeah, they've got some great buys. Those t shirts, they're Gucci copies, of yeah. them, aren't they? Um, they look cool. Anything else? Just spotted floral maxis. Floral <laughs> maxis. Yes, yes. I do like a floral maxi. I particularly love the one you're wearing today. Thank you. It's a good one. Um, it is a good one. And yeah, I just it's just nice to do a bit of floral yeah. in, in yeah. the winter, isn't it? it is. Get out of trousers. And get yeah. out of trousers. Yeah. And you can wear them with long boots, sock boots if you want, ankle boots if that's your look. You know, I think anything goes yeah. in terms of footwear. Mm, Trainers. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. Let's talk a bit more about you and your background and how you've become this influencer that you are. What's your career history? Where did you start out? So I worked in TV, um, in human resources and talent management for 17 years. Uh, So 17 years, one company, decided I was approaching 40, had three kids, and I thought, actually, I need to stop and have a change. Uh, It's been too long and I need to spend some time with my kids. So I resigned and then thought, what can I do to keep myself feeling connected to the world? I'm so used to being with people every day. I would interview, you know, 15 people a day, talk to people, find out about them. And I thought, I can't just go home and be a mum and stop doing that. I need I need people in my life. And social media was a way of, of carrying on that connection with people, of you know, like-minded people, women that loved fashion, uh, that were mums, had similar interests to me. And this was in what year? So this was, well, the blog is two years in December. So yeah. Is that all? Yeah, it's quick. Yeah. No way, I'm yeah. really surprised to hear that. Yeah. So you gave up your career when? So I, I finished in December of 2015. Really? Yeah. Gosh. And then went straight into the blog. 
And blog before Instagram? Uh, simultaneously, but yeah, I guess back then I, I had more time for the blog itself. So that became my little hub of creativity. And then Instagram and, and the engagement on there kind of took over. So now the blog is twice a week, um, if I can. And do you make a living from I do. being an influencer, running a blog? Yeah. That's incredible. So, yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's I'm full-time with the kids, so I have to fit it in in their school hours. Um, so I'm not making a huge living. Um, but you've got this but time. I've got, but I'm not paying for childcare. So the bit that I do earn is, you know, it's very nice and actually... Um, probably you know just as good as the salary I was earning after 17 years of being in TV so it's worked out from from that point of view and why do you think it has worked out why do you think you've got such because you've really got a loyal following yeah, and really engaged loyal. following and you're so popular why do you think that is um I don't well know. you're lovely I, and normal <laughs> and we can all tell why that is but I think I'm myself um and always have been and I, I really love the engagement side of things. I love... That's what makes this job so interesting and, and fulfilling, is that I engage with people outside of the squares through stories um, every day. And I think... Outside perhaps, of the squares? So not on the actual feed. I love it. I'm just getting all the jargon now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, my stories are kind of what I think... I love stories. That's that's what I'm all So about. do I. I don't even look at feeds no, now. No, I I'm think just... stories have taken over. Mm. And, you know, it's the real you. And it's it's not a pretty picture that's been edited and... It's it's raw, it's you, it's your personality that could come across. And I think if you're yourself and, I don't know, people connect with you, they, you know, they might talk about you to their friends and that grows the following. You take a photo of yeah. a jumper or your red boots and then that brand. And then they'll get it on their So do you that. take your own outfit photos? Or do you have an Instagram husband? Oh, no, I <laughs> Sadly, I don't. No, he's rubbish. Um, I do. I take all my own photos wow. with... Uh, self-timer? Uh, no, or? not self-timer. So my camera connects to my phone, other way around, and the phone, I control it with a live view so I can see what I'm looking at in the phone and then click the button. That's incredible. We're learning all the tricks. Right? Yeah, yeah, that is. That's impressive. What does your husband think of you? Oh, I think he's he's quite proud. Um, yeah, I think he's, he's pleased that, you know, it's worked out and that I'm happy. Um, I think it's quite nerve-wracking after 17 years of working in an office with lots of people to just stop and then have nothing. And um, if you like work, you know, you want, you want something other than just picking up and dropping off. If that's your, if that's your bag. You yeah. Know? And it was for me. So it's, I'm, I think he's proud. <laughs> and how do you describe your style? Um, I had to, I've had to think about this for something else recently, and it took me a, a while to get there. But I think it's fairly classic, feminine, and and quite relaxed. And I try to, you know, I try to have a little nod to a trend. Too much of a nod. So your nod today has got to be your shoes. Right? Yes, I guess. Can we just talk about the shoes? Can you just show us the shoes? We can't show people watching the shoes. So they're the Chanel inspired yeah. shoes, yeah. and they are just completely fabulous. Yeah, are. Where are they, they from? They're from Office. Yeah, they are they new? They are new well, for me, or or in terms in, of in, office. In, I, they're they're also, they're me. I think they, I think they've just sold out. I don't, I don't know how long they've been around. I find, I, I basically, I'm turning forty in two weeks, and but I decided. So you had children young. I started at twenty eight. Yeah. yeah. 
So I've decided I'm going to self-gift. Having just had a very lavish <laughs> birthday party in Ibiza from my husband, I thought I, I'm going to self-gift with a pair of Chanel shoes. So I did a bit of research of, you know, Chanel on Chanel shoes because that's that's what I'm buying myself for my birthday. And I came across these. I thought, actually, maybe I should just give them a go. <laughs> <Money>. <laughs> while, I'm, while I'm saving up, let's see how they work in my wardrobe. Um, yeah, I'm not going to get the slingbacks, not these. But They're great. Nice. Love them. Thank you. Um, so what are your favourite high street brands? Uh, Mango, uh, Zara, H&M, Topshop, I think. And are you, like, percentage-wise, every day, how much are you high street? Uh, pretty, uh, quite a lot. Um, I think shoes and bags, I tend to splurge, and coats, I'd like a good mm. coat. And the rest, I try and keep high street. And what are you, so you're a Chanel girl? Chloe, Chanel, I mean, you know, inspirational, aspirational. <laughs> Um, although I do have a pair of Chloe boots. I was going to say, what have been your best buys? If you were going to say, so I'm presuming they're the Susannas. In fact, yeah. I think I've seen you in a picture yeah. of yeah. the Chloe Susannas. Best buy, I would say, actually. Really? Yeah, yeah. Most most money I've ever spent on anything myself, but um, I've worn them to death, so they were they were a good good splurge really purchase. Yeah. Anything else you would say? If you're um, invest. Invest. Well, I really do think handbags because I think they last forever and they're fairly timeless. Yeah. If you go if you go high end, I think yeah. you can use them for years and you know, hopefully pass them on to my girls one day. Although <laughs> I'm sure they will I keep saying to my husband, you know I do need to build up my collection of bags and I have two daughters. Yeah. You know. It's got to be very important. <laughs> well, that's it for this week. Chloe, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Uh, we love following you and I'm sure that following is only gonna grow and grow and grow and yeah, you're so normal and likable and thank I know you. that's what we all love you. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. That's it for this week. If you have any feedback then do email podcast at sharelux.com and if you enjoyed that then do please rate review and subscribe on itunes see you next week ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.